and welcome to Operation F1. My name's Rhys Peak, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and longtime friend, Mickey James. On this episode, we'll be looking ahead at round two of the Formula One World Championship, which is the Emilia Romana Grand Prix. We'll also discuss some of our memories of this historic track, which has served up some epic battles, but also fraught with tragedy. Before we start, this episode is sponsored by Eastwood Studios. Over to you, Mickey, to tell us more. Eastwood Studios is a fabulous studio with a rustic country and western vibe going on. They offer in-house recording, mixing and mastering services, though in the current climate, they offer their mixing and mastering via online transfer. Eastwood Studios do offer rehearsal facilities, but these are by private membership only. You can find out more about this great studio at eastwoodstudios.co.uk. Righty-ho, Inspector. Welcome. So the Emilia Romana Grand Prix, a.k.a. Imola, this weekend. So this is going to be a preview to this weekend's Grand Prix. And I'm sure you're excited. This one's, uh, this one's special to you, yeah? Yeah, I think special to, uh, to any, any race fan that grew up in the 90s or the, or the 2000s. I think it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a track with a lot of history. It's a track that's, um, you know, it's, it, it's, it, it's exciting. It can be. It wasn't overly too exciting last year, but hopefully this year it's going to be, you know, full of action. Yeah, well, like we talked about last podcast, you know, it's that feeling, isn't it? That feeling to have it back on the, the yeah. calendar is is De- important. Definitely, I mean, it was it was it was gone for too long, really, and it, it was nice that it came back. I mean, for everything that the uh, the, the pandemic took from us, it did give us a, a different calendar last year. We saw a return of a lot of great tracks, and and this is one of them. So, absolutely, yeah. It's, um, so it's changed over the years, hugely, yeah, yeah. and it's also name changes, which you're going to go through, but. Officially called the Amelia Romana Grand Prix for the second year in a row. And hopefully it uh, stays on the calendar going forward. And it's not just a, a short-term short term fix due to the, the COVID and the pandemic. Yeah. Hopefully it stays on long-term. I think we'd both like that. I think so, yeah. Um, and it'll also be really good for all of the new fans that have never had the pleasure of the track to, to become engrossed with you know, all the reasons why it's so successful. It's a great track. It, it's a really, really great track. Like I said, it could have been more interesting last year, but we've touched base on that. The cars are much bigger, they're much longer, and overtaking is more challenging. But the more these guys race it, they're going to figure out ways to get better at it, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so just a little bit of information, background on the the track or the location so imola is uh, based in the emilia romana region which is in northern italy the biggest city in that location is bologna and it's been on the calendar for many years so do you want to take us through the history and and, and where it started yeah um well the track itself was it was inaugurated in 1953 it was a much different circuit to what it is now, to what we see or, or what we saw in the 80s and 90s. It didn't come onto the Formula One calendar until 1980, and it was badged the Italian Grand Prix of 1980. From 1981 until its departure in 2006, we all knew it as the San Marino Grand Prix. In 2007, it was removed, and luckily enough, we got it back last year. So, yeah, called something different um, last year, but I guess we'll always know it is the San Marino Grand Prix and... And yeah. itself, but uh, so from my understanding, it's the the pits 
and the paddock that 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 really needed a lot of work and really just fell behind and we and we probably saw that from other tracks around that sort of late 2000s where people and tracks updated i think so yeah i mean from memory i, I couldn't be 100% but i think 2006 there was a you know there was a lot of armacos and and chicanes and, and the pit was sort of changed there for, mm. for that grand prix um both those grand prix were hugely exciting but there was changes um you often often saw changes in chicanes you know they were trying to slow it down if anything you know speed the cars up slow the tracks down and it become narrower and and some points in uh, most famously you know any of the high speed corner like the Tambra loop that was that was changed after after the accident in 1994 that had a chicane put in it you know Villeneuve everything just changed over the years but it was an old track and it, it it's been updated now so hopefully it, it stays back on the calendar. What I like about it in particular is where you've seen like the Paul Ricard track and some of the newer tracks like uh, Abu Dhabi, where you've got a lot of uh, room for error. Paul Ricard, did you say Magnico? Do you mean Magnico? No, no, Paul Ricard. He, he, I'm, I'm sure you mean Magnico. <laughs> I mean, it's a much better track. <laughs> the real French Grand Prix. <laughs> the real French Grand Prix. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk about Magnicore another time. We'll have a special on Magnicore. Carry on as you were. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. So, where that has been developed in particular, let's let's pick on Paul Ricard. It's been redeveloped to come back onto the calendar, but there's loads of runoff areas, and 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 with Imola, you've still got those gravel pits. You've still yep. got, you know, if you if you go off track, you're not coming back yep. on on certain corners, which we love, which we we want to see. We don't want People having to, you know, people making mistakes, running off, and then and then being able to well, go straight back on track. You, know, you should be punished for it. Emily couldn't have come at a better time, considering we had a big problem last week or a couple of weeks ago, the last race about runoff areas and track limits exceeding them. Yeah, this is very unforgiving, and there's also new rules brought in. There's going to be no nonsense at this Grand Prix. Penalties, maximum penalties, Max, if you exceed track limits, one way or the other you're going to end up in a gravel trap or you're you're going to be penalised. So we, um, yeah, it's it's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be better this year than last because for a lot of those guys, they might have, um, you know, they might have had a go on the circuit in the feeder series up to Formula One, but they've never been on it in a Formula One environment, which is a completely different environment. And, yeah, it's it's not going to be very forgiving this weekend, I don't think. No. No. If you take the piss. (laughs) 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 so yes i mean we talked about last week quick recap on that before we because what i really want to know today is your fondest memories of imola right you've got a special place for imola in your heart but uh quick quick recap on on bahrain and where we are going into this weekend so hamilton won sorry i say last weekend last race hamilton won with Verstappen second, Bottas in third, and and we go into this this race ready for another battle mm. to, at the top, and yeah. and who knows at this moment in time. Well, what we're going to do at the end is uh, I want your predictions, yep. and I'm going to give you my predictions as well. But it was an incredible Bahrain Grand Prix. 
episode one was the race review, which is available to listen to now. Uh, so have a listen to that. And it was a fantastic race and, and really setting us up for round two. Yeah. Another big head-to-head potentially, Red Bull versus Mercedes, mm. and how number two drivers are going to get involved and how they could really change the dynamic of the wow. outcome in the race. Yeah, that too. And obviously the midfield teams as well that are, you know, they're all third equal really this year, aren't they? We've got mm. three teams that are right there. And I think because there's not a lot of over, overtaking opportunities on this track, in, in theory, it's not going to happen, but you're probably going to finish where you qualify, you know, um, if unless you can make certain overtaking opportunities unless you available to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Carry on. <laughs> Marcy Spin and Max Vin Steppen, uh, Spin Steppen. You know, <laughs> you really fuck that one up. Colossal fuck up. Colossal fuck up. Max and Marcy Finn. <laughs> they're the correct terminology. Yes. Um, yeah. So where were we anyway? Before we we got off the topic there on the, on the spinning. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, before I rudely interrupted you, you were saying you'll be finishing where you qualify. Yeah, potentially, potentially. Um, but who knows? Those things can change a lot. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But we'll talk about, uh, you know, what our predictions are for that particular race at the end of this. Yeah, we'll come to that. We'll certainly come to that. So we're also going to be talking about memories. Memories, yeah. I would... Do you remember them? <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, 1994, I think, sticks in a lot of people's hearts uh, and, and memories, but uh, that's not yours, is it? No, no. Tell us what yours, your your favourite race at Imola would be. It's going to, you know, I think it's definitely 2005. 2006's followed closely behind, but 05 was just... Just something different. It was, uh, well, for, for many reasons, but it, most notably it was like the changing of the guard, wasn't it? We've got a seven-time world champion, you know, who's, you know, it's early on in the season. I think it was the fourth race, the, the fourth round, third round or whatever from memory. And, uh, you know, this seven-time world champion is going to be slain by El Matador. And, and it was not supposed to be his race. Kimi Räikkönen polled. He had problems, lap nine, lap eight, lap nine, something like that. And in, in, in the first ten laps, he had to he had to pull out, you know, retire. Alonso took the lead and he carried on then. Uh, in the pit changes, Jensen Button, who was doing well back then, it was a BAR Honda, and Michael Schumacher took the lead, but Alonso come back out. And you look back, I was actually watching some of the uh, footage of it the other day, the big pit stops. You're talking like... 7.9 seconds and 6.1 seconds and stuff like that. They're long pit stops compared to today, aren't they? And and Schumacher's shorter pit stop of 6.1 wasn't enough to come out in front of Alonso, but he came out right on his tail. And for 13 laps in a faster Ferrari, Alonso held him off. But for me personally there, I think it's because I was such a big Michael Schumacher fan and I was starting to enjoy Fernando Alonso. There was this tug of war, probably what the new generation are feeling with Hamilton and Max. Well, me personally. And you personally, yeah. you know. Um, you know, I remember being on the edge of my seat. One moment, you know, I'm, I'm screaming at Michael Schumacher to back off, 
And then I'm like, come on. You know, one minute I want him to win and the next minute I want Alonso to hold him off. And it was just, I don't know, it was really exciting period altogether. But for that race, it was it was a one-two from memory. Jensen Button got third, but because his car was too light, he was disqualified. And we had Alex Wurz, who was filling in for McLaren at that time, mm. that was given the podium. But, uh, yeah, it was completely turned on its head, that whole race. And it was exciting, mm-hmm. you know. And it was going to be, uh, we didn't know it at the time, but second last. San Marino Grand Prix for that era and that period. But 2006, the following year, was, was somewhat similar, but the opposite way around. It was Schumacher that heavily dominated that and uh, a little bit longer, I think it was 20 laps or something, Alonso come out, but he couldn't catch him there. But 2005 has to be, has to be. It's, um, In particular, five and six, you're, you're probably two of your f- most favourite seasons yeah. in recent years. Yeah. And and it was, it was, it was great nail-biting stuff but uh, in particular these races it was so close and like you say changing of the guard but also for you it's it's your favorite favorite guy and your favorite guys you know guys this tug of war and yeah we touched on that with max and and hamilton you know because it's and it is a similar situation because you've got lewis that has dominated for many years, like Michael did at the same time, and this young pretender is coming up, and you think, yeah. oh, he, you know, for me, he's so so good, and you want him up there, yeah. But then you think, I've supported Lewis all these years, and I I do. At the moment, I'm probably still in the the Lewis camp, yeah. But I just so badly want. Well, I, saw, I saw you. To, I saw you on the edge of your seat. Jumping seats in the in that first Grand Prix this oh, season. We did, it yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, eerily, they're the, they're a similar age. You mm. know, I think Lewis is relatively the same age as Michael was back then. Yeah, and is is Max twenty three? Is he is he twenty three? He's about twenty uh, twenty three. Yeah, twenty three, and I'm and pretty sure Alonso was twenty three, turning twenty four when he won yeah. that season. Yeah, it it's seven time world champion, a new world champion, and yeah. it might be similar. You know, history repeats itself. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a it's going to be a great circuit. And for those of you that have, you know, you're not familiar with with the older Grand Prix at San Marino, YouTube is the best place to go for these things, and you, you can find it. And there's some, like you say, epic battles there. You mm. just you know Google Schumacher versus Alonso at Imola. You'll find both both yeah. races. You, you just need to see it. It's it's different. And of course, you know the love of the V10s. Is, yeah. is there too. It was a different sounding race, wasn't it, altogether? You you touch base on uh, 1994, obviously. Yeah. Um, that is probably the most tragic, you know, not just for the for the circuit itself, but for the whole um, the whole of Formula One history. Probably, it's probably the, the most tragic yeah. weekend. Um, in and going to 2005 and six. It was nice that after such tragedy that we were able to have really great, great memories of Imola before it was removed from the calendar. But um, going back to to 1994, you say you remember it. I mean, you were, you were obviously were both quite young then, but they were sort of your first memories of Grand Prix era. Yeah. What do you what do you sort of feel? What do, what do you remember about all that? Well, I don't remember watching it, but I remember talking to my dad about it. Later so, or at the at time? At the time. Right. So my dad was a big, or is, sorry, is a big uh, Formula One fan. And he was a big Ayrton Senna fan. 
and Williams fan. And I remember at the time him telling me about it, telling me about the weekend. And you know, there was there was danger from really from Friday. Yeah. And I think it was every day, wasn't it? There was something that yeah. happened. Now Friday, Saturday and Sunday all had massive Yeah, I, I remember him saying to me, and bearing in mind ninety four I would have been five years old. Right. But I remember him saying to me that the wind is causing issues. Now, I, I don't know if that is actually true, but I just remember him saying that, right. that wind is, is whether it's a crosswind that's, that's, that's creating this weekend of, of issues. Yeah. And uh, Barrichello on Friday. Yep. Took off. Flying lesson. He did. Uh, and, wow, like how did he even come out of that one alive as well? Because... Very, very rarely you see Grand Prix cars, F1 cars, go airborne. Maybe no. back in the 70s. Not not on often, the old tracks, no. maybe, but uh, that was... That it was, that it was never ends thing. pleasantly when they mm. do, does it? And uh, no, that was, I mean, uh, how do you pronounce the corner? Is it Vriante Bassa? Bassa? Uh, that, that was the corner where he did, he, he read the curb, didn't he? And it, it just took off. Mm. It took off. And it, for those of you that never saw it on the Friday, he, he you know, he must have... Been a metre higher, whatever. He's yeah. hit the Armaco airborne. Yeah. He's broke his nose I on the... I think he finished on top of the tyres. Yeah, and, uh, you know, broke his nose. And and for what it's worth mentioning, Barry, Barry Kello gets a third mention in a row. This is his third mention in the podcast, isn't it? Oh, we're still waiting for the Barry Kello call-up. But, uh, you know... <laughs> we'll call-up sure. to come on the show. Well, well that's that's even better. I mean, he... he yeah, full-time special guest. <laughs> he could replace me. <laughs> um, yeah, but it didn't stop there, did it? On no. the on on the Friday, it carried on. Track safety became a concern on the Friday, and and a lot of drivers, uh, from memory, they become over consumed with with it being a concern. And then, lo and behold, on Saturday, Roland Ratzenberger, a new driver for that year, you know, um, a lot of talent was obviously killed. When, and, and, a, and a friend, a good friend of Ayrton Senna. Yeah, yeah, you know, and he um, he's obviously left the uh, left the circuit, and he's hit head on into the wall, and obviously uh, it's fatal upon impact. So it, it was just terrible. It was a terrible, terrible way for for that weekend to go. And there was talks of you know the safety, etc. You know, I think there was even talks potentially about calling the the race off, but the show must go on. Um, I remember reading something Sid Watkins said to Ayrton Senna, who you know played the role of Mark Webber, you know, as a as a as a track marshal, if you like, or one of the one of the uh, the safety on behalf of the drivers. And he he was driving around the circuit and looking where it happened and stuff like that. And Sid Watkins said to to Ayrton Senna, you know, you can you can just call it a day, you know, it just his, you can read this anywhere. You can give up, and he said, no, I must, you know, I must carry on, sort of thing. And he's. Uh, He's gone out there the next day, and, and lo and behold, again it's happened. But this time, it, it, the race actually started, and it was it was a problem at the start of the race where where a a car or Pedro Lambi uh, crashed his Lotus and stalled into JJ Leto's Benetton, and tires went over the the safety barriers into the into the audience. A mechanic was injured, a uh, spectator in the in the audience was killed. It was just chaos. Mm-hmm. We had a safety car for seven laps, and then then out. And and 
that was a big talking point afterwards as well regarding safety cars. Huge. Because Huge. they were going too slow. I can't even remember what the safety car well, was. That, but that at the time, that was like an, an Opel Vectra. Something so like that, it's like yeah. a little Vauxhall Cavalier. Mm. It might have been the sport version for the time, but it's, you know, at best it can probably do, you know, 120 mile an hour, which is which is not fast enough for a Formula One car because no. they need to keep their tyres in It's It's a bit like check, being, you know? Uh, you know, a car being held up by a bicycle. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. For seven laps. Well, exactly, yeah. And, and the tyres just... You know, back then ride heights were different as well. And as your tyres get cooler, the car goes lower. Mm-hmm. And when you hit a high-speed corner like the Tamarello, which it was back then, at 190 mile an hour, when your car's not, or your tyres are not up to temperature, it's, it's going to end in tears, mm-hmm. and it did. Um, but that terrible weekend changed everything for Formula One. Right up until Jules Bianchi, we never had any deaths in Formula One. We never had... You know, there was always safety concerns, but the tracks started to change. By the very next uh, Grand Prix there in 1995, the chicane was already put in the Tamarello. It was no more. Um, you saw the uh, cockpit of the cars come up. Once upon a time, you could see the shoulders of the driver sitting out at the cockpit. Now, you know, it was coming right up to the chin of his helmet. Things were just changing. Side pods to protect bits coming off, you know, guards by the side pods behind the front wheel were, were coming onto cars and it was mm. it's just changed everything didn't it yeah. you know it really did it did it did so it's 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 as we said at the beginning it's fraught with tragedy but we yep. have had some some fantastic battles over the years and we hope again that this weekend we will also have another fantastic battle it would be lovely to see another a third constructor coming into the mix as far as tracks go, it has a lot of history. It's it's had a lot, a lot of exciting races there over the years, and it had really one bad weekend. But that can't be, you know, you know, we we can't let that stop us from focusing on what a great track it is. Mm. And so let's let's keep it, you know, the memories of five and six alive. And and last year and moving forward, you know, how much longer? Will this be on the calendar? Is it here to stay? It's second year in a row makes it look like it's going to stay. Mm. Um, you want to see it on the calendar regularly? I do. Yeah, I know you like turkey a lot, but uh, <laughs> you what the the bird? Well, yeah, or the or the or the or the country or the circuit. Oh right, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, but Imola, let's keep the history alive. Let's keep the the track very similar, very small tweaks. Keep the gravel pits. Keep less runoff areas. But yep. let's make some small changes. However, let's just see how it goes this this weekend. Yeah, and it may just be an absolute fantastic race yep. with lots of overtakes. And I think. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I am I am really looking forward to it. What are you thinking as far as race winner? Give me your top three. Top three. It's, I don't know. There's so many top threes that I want, realistically. It's hard to, until you see what they're going to be like on Friday mm-hmm. and, and also qualifying, you know, I would like, obviously, Max up there. 
knocking uh, Hamilton off the pedestal. I'd like Alonso to do well, but uh, I also want Perez. I want Perez up there. Um, Norris? I, I really don't know because McLaren, Alpine, Ferrari, you know, signs, they're so close right behind. One of them is going to be in third place. So I would go Max, Pole. For the win. Oh, Pole. Okay. Pole. Um, Lewis is clearly, uh, I think he'll just, you know, just shy. I think um, he, he'll be, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Max, Perez, in one and three, and Hamilton in two for qualifying. So they'll start off that way. Um, for the win, uh, I'm going to go for Max. Max? I think, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think, I think Max is going to have that win. So Max on pole, Max to win. Yep. Okay. And who finishes right. second? Alonso. <laughs> uh, Perez. Welcome Perez. to the... Uh... Perez, I think. I think Perez is going to finish second. Okay, good. Um, no, I really do. And, yeah. uh, and, and at third place, Bottas. I think uh, wow. Ham- Hamilton's going to have a, a, a bad day with the tyres. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it, it'll be interesting because just, just quickly touching on the, you know, what, what you were talking about, uh, tracks and runoff areas, I'm, I'm all for them keeping inside the fucking chicane. I don't like the the driving off the track. I'm, I'm always on about it. You mm-hmm. know, one, one tyre shouldn't go over the candy cane as far as I'm concerned. Keep them inside on the tarmac. That's what it is, you know. It's the race tarmac for a reason. That's where you should be racing. And they're going to be penalised if they go off that. So what drivers are going to be able to change their habits as well? It's a new track, but Mm. but the best discipline guys here are going to win, I think. Yeah. What what do you think? One, two, three, qualifying and, and race? Yeah, I think Max is going to get a full house all weekend. Yep. I think he's going to qualify and pole. Yep. I think he's going to dominate the race. Right. I think he's going to get the fastest lap. I think he's going to get the the full house. I, re- I really do. I think it's it's Max's weekend to lose, and I believe that second place will go to Hamilton. Uh, I think he will also probably get on the front row, maybe second, third, qualifying, and I think third place will go to. Perez as well, right? I so, do think that Perez will be causing causing issues. But let's let's move away from Red Bull. And I was going to say, I just want to say that we're not sponsored by Red Bull or Mercedes. <laughs> or Mercedes. Uh, <laughs> how do you see it playing out? What I'm what I'm interested in in is how do you see this Aston Martin, Alpine, Ferrari, McLaren, Alpha Tauri. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how do you think this race is going to be? Just quickly, how do you th- do you think who's going to be the big winners of the weekend? Who's going to be the big losers of the weekend? I don't know. That was good. We actually had that in the uh, in the review of last week, didn't we? And I think it's probably going to turn around. I'd like to see Vettel and and Alonso do better. We know now why Alonso had a problem and why he had to switch his power down. I really do think he's going to get good results out of that Alpine. Vettel, is he going to be able to, I don't know, everyone seems to be giving a hard time. Um, maybe Hulkenberg coming into the mix there is going to, you know, get his ass into gear mm. and, and we're going to get some results out of the guy. I would like to see, you know, Aston Martin do well here at this. You know, they did well with Lance Stroll last week, but Vettel finishing right up there would be, it would be good, wouldn't it? Mm. Um, yeah. But Alpha, Alpha Tori, like you say, um, 
Dark Horse. McLaren, Dark Horse. Yeah, yeah. I'm expecting big things from AlphaTauri. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think this is effectively their well, home Grand Prix. I was going to say, it is, it's the, is this not their test right. circuit? This is where they did all their filming for their video, yeah. the promo and stuff, so mm. they've had a lot of laps going it on. It will there. suit them. It will yeah. certainly suit them, this track. And uh, I, I think I think McLaren will be right up there. I think Ricardo had a mediocre debut, but I think he'll be right up there. Pushing Lando Norris, pushing up for that yep. podium. I, I, I think he could be, he could even squeeze onto the onto the podium. I think McLaren well, look, look this good. this week might be. But I think everyone who had a debut last week didn't really. They went too. No. They didn't do very well, did they? No. You know, uh, no. signs room for improvement. Yeah, exactly. But you know, it's the it's the second round. It's anyone's game, really, isn't it? Good. You know, good, excellent. So those are the predictions. They're the predictions. I think we. I think they turned out to be exactly the same. Yeah. But I think we just think that Max is is going to be his weekend to lose. Yeah. It's it's going to be nice to. Uh, to have Red Bull taking off this early on in the season. But I, I personally, I wouldn't want it to stay that way. No. I'd like to see a third or a fourth guy come in and start mixing it up over these next two. Would that be Alonso by any chance? <laughs> yes, <laughs> certainly. We're, uh, yeah. you know, we are, we're in for a great season. You know, we really are. And it's the last season of what we know is this era of yeah. Formula One. So we might as well enjoy it because we know better than anyone that, when the errors go, they don't come back. So no. next year is going to be somewhat different. But um, yeah, I mean that's uh, that's a good way, good place to finish. I think so. I think that's that's all. Uh, it's not all we've got time for, but that's all we're going to give you today. <laughs> we did say it's going to be twenty minutes, Inspector, <laughs> yeah, and we've gone yeah. well over that. Yeah, but uh, it's it's easy to uh, it's easy to um, get talking about uh, yeah. things that things that you enjoy. So yeah, yeah. So, I mean, um, I'm quite happy to wrap my end up here and. Let's uh, let's wrap it up and uh, look forward to the weekend. Yeah, we'll see you after Imola. Thank you. Podcast was recorded at Eastwood Studios. Post production was completed at Mix MK. The sound recording is owned by Operation F1, a division of Operation Media Limited. The sound recording name and logos protected. All rights reserved. Copyright 2021. Operation Media Limited.